live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing very good. good. Doing very good. good. Good to hear it. How is everybody else doing out there? Everybody else doing good? Oh, yeah. Right. Outstanding. Outstanding. Everybody else is doing good. I love to hear that. Love to hear that. Hey, uh, we got a we got a great show planned for you today. We've uh, we've we've got some really cool topics. We've and we'll get, we're going to give those to you, but before we we get into the meat of the show, so you know we got to look forward to. But uh, before we we even well, you know, let's 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 introduce everybody again because you can't tell the players without scorecards. But you want everybody have the salad to know. of the show before the meat of the show. Yeah, that's true. We could have the salad, then after that, that we'll have that's the, not food. That we'll means have, food's coming soon. We'll have the dessert that, of the, the show afterwards. Promise. <laughs> On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back in studio. <laughs> his name is Earl. Nice. What's this thing do? Well, it's not a punching bag. It's gonna have to retrain me. It's been a while. <laughs> hey, Earl's uh, Earl's been out the last uh, two weeks. I think it was two uh, weeks, at least uh, yeah. two weeks uh, d- doing shop duty and taking care of business and uh, being the boss, like the boss. So welcome back. Thank you, sir. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, on my left, in the, yeah, we'll call it the 10 o'clock position today, is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing okay. And normally this is when we would introduce Alec, and uh, Alec's music would go something like this. And uh, Alec, we'd say something like, uh, he's the samurai sidekick, he's the Padawan learner, but um, he's not here. No. He... Um, was given one of those wife ultimatums. Oh, he no, was, he was voluntold. No, it, was, yeah. it was more of a if I don't go, it might cost me more. <laughs> so. Okay, okay, I got that, I got that. So they they were doing some sort of let's say shopping. Oh. Um, no, no, shopping implies that you're going to look at stuff and you may buy something. Okay, so they went buying. They went buying. They went buying. Yeah, okay, yeah, so they, so. they, they went no buying. Decision about it. Decision, decision's already been made. They, they went buying, and he went to protect the funds. <laughs> he tried because, and I must tell you, I think it was a, an absolute and complete failure to to manage. Right. Because I've just heard he rented a U-Haul. Oh, so they failed. Yeah. Or he failed. Well, he failed. They succeeded, you know he failed. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. the U-Haul is for him to come back separately. <laughs> He's rented a truck to bring himself I and his belongings back. I would not do that if I were him. <laughs> oh, if you're saying if if it's if it's uh, you're Alec, you just you abandon in place. Right. I, I, that's exactly right. Escape and evade. Right. Take only what you can carry. Right. Start. You take on one of them Bill Bixby, uh, you know, lifestyles. Exactly. Start going from town exactly. to town. That's right. Waiting until your wife gets you angry and then you get discovered. Then you got to move again. I wouldn't get married <laughs> that many times. Because you know we're talking about get your wife getting you angry. Right. Yeah, I'd be green constantly. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, if I were if I were a person whose wife made them angry, just in case 
She happens to be listening. <laughs> if, you know, you know, in, in theory. In theory, in yes. theory, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right, right. A, a person whose wife makes them angry, if they had that propensity, would be green all the time. Right, right. Oh. Yes. Good save, counselor. Good theory. save. Yeah, in theory. Uh, hey, we do have to put out a public service announcement for everybody listening around the country. <laughs> oh, sorry. <Go> ahead. <laughs> I thought Kevin was backing up there for a moment. I wasn't sure what was going on. Oh, are you making a girth statement around? No, no, no. no. Yeah. But that's what the, the noise sounded like. The, no, that's the emergency broadcast system. That's longer. I think that's longer. But that's all right. Wow, that's like that's, that's, that's right. the first time that's I've ever heard right. that what I did wasn't long <laughs> enough. So uh, anyway, moving on. Before the FCC shuts us down, there was a there's a there's a there's a I want to get want to get, relay some information to you, some safety information. Uh, when you're driving. Oh Lord. And it happens to be inclement weather. Let's not even. It doesn't have to be inclement weather. It could just be clement weather. It doesn't have to be that bad. It could just be drizzling. It could just be uh, a construction zone. Did he say clement weather? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, clement. It's not as bad as inclement. <laughs> it's 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 half the word, <laughs> or well, two thirds the word. Anyway, so if you see an accident, the first thing you should do is keep yourself from being in it. Also, yes. The second thing is if you have the ability to assist. You know, anybody that's injured, do so. Make sure you do so safely. You don't want to, again, compound what's already happened. But if your action is just to stop and look, I'm not talking about slow down. I'm talking about stopping on a major interstate where they go 70 miles an hour, the speed limit, and you just want to look and you slow down. Maybe take a picture. People are honking at you. They're they're swerving around. And, you, and all you know is you're looking at that accident. Here's Here's the advice. Get over to the side of the road. Choke yourself. Both, both, both hands. Both hands up around the neck. Choke yourself until you go out. And then once you pass out. But please make sure your car is in park. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Off the yeah, shoulder yeah, off the, the shoulder. Road. Yeah, well off the road. Safety hazards Put your on. hazards on, all of that. And then when you wake up, choke yourself again. All right? Now, now <laughs> when you wake up the next time, by then the police should be there. And and they'll beat you at that point. They'll use some. They'll they'll get they'll, they'll well, take you have care to of you. Well, you confess to why you're having yeah, to choke. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they'll, they'll take care of you with the nightsticks, and uh, that's clearly that's a joke, folks. The police Night, don't beat sticks. you. The police don't beat you. Nightsticks. All right, he, he, I, he's dating himself. They yeah. haven't carried nightsticks since I was a since junior in high school. The ooh, so wow. really, yeah. cap and ball days. <laughs> uh, they were called Billy clubs. Billy huh? clubs. Billy clubs. Yeah, just folks, come on. Do, do, don't make it any worse than it is. Just get out of the way. Get on the get out of the road. Don't compound it. Don't make the don't make there a bigger accident. Don't make there uh, be any 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 more difficulties for anybody around. You don't want yourself to be in it. If you could stop and render aid, do so. Do so. Do so in safely. a perf- safely in a safe manner. But uh, yeah, come but don't on. stop yeah, and yeah. block <sighs> block traffic. Uh, amazing. Thereby in, interfering with emergency responders' response. Yeah. Yeah, this was just, uh, you know, witnessed again, you know, because we've got that stretch of road near where we are, Kevin, that uh, it just doesn't matter. There's going to be, and it's that same spot every time, and as soon as something happens, there's some rain or some construction, people are going crazy. So, uh, oh, well. All right, well, we've got uh, we, we some good stuff coming up for you on the show. We are uh, we want to let you in on it. We let you know ahead of time so you can, you can plan. Oh, you know, geez, they got these coming up. We, we should be here for that. Teasers. Uh, Florida's got another shot at open carry. Nice. Yeah, Flores got another shop at Open Carry. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that for a little bit. I think uh, that's punny. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, some very 
Very excellent Second Amendment news coming out of the Mariana Islands. Yeah, we we got the teaser ourselves on that. We did. We were with Alan Gottlieb, yeah, and he was talking to us about that. Uh, We're going to touch on some uh, issues with the VA and veterans and firearms. Uh, Florida's got some more news. Florida's got a bunch of news this week. Uh, I've got the guide to anti-gunner statements that we're going to give you. Guide to anti-gunner statements. This is more like a translation. Yeah. 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 Yes. Translator. What they um, they really mean. As long as the phone lines stay up and ready, uh, when we get back from the break, we're going to be talking to Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey. You guys know him. He's uh, quickly becoming uh, the face of the pro-gun movement here from law enforcement. So we're looking forward to talking to him. Looking forward to that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Keltec RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. All the gun time. All the gun time. You know, and then the uh, the law enforcement topics, the military topics. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to bring you gun stuff. Gun law. stuff's why we're here. Uh, law. Hey, Kevin asked me to relay to everyone in reference to my uh, Department of Transportation safety message that we put out the last segment. He pointed out that um, it's really impossible to choke yourself and, and get yourself to pass out if you're just using your hands. So please understand that when I say choke yourself, it's, it's you know, you're, you're just beating yourself up. It's a metaphor. Yeah, yeah you can. You could, if you want to slap yourself around a little bit, that's fine, too. Your, your basic training memories are coming back. Yeah, out. listen, I, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, wow, it was uh, almost, wow, never mind, I'm going to do the math. <laughs> Not even going to do the math on that one, but that was it. Two um, large long, numbers to compute. You can hit yourself against the steering column hard enough to set off your airbag, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, the moral of the story is stay safe uh, <laughs> out there and uh, don't become uh, an, an additional casualty if you don't have to. So that's it. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey from Brevard County, Florida. How are you doing today, Sheriff? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? We're doing wonderful. We're doing wonderful. I really appreciate you, you coming on the program. Uh, I, I know it's been a while since I uh, spoke to you, and I was uh, very pleased when you responded back and said you'd come on the show. Yeah, always glad to do it, man. Um just uh, enjoying this beautiful Brevard County weather we got going, and, and uh, excited to be on the show. That, that's liquid sunshine. <laughs> it's one, <laughs> no doubt. One of those days today. One of those days. Um, Sheriff, um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, your, your video back in December, the one you put out on your on, on the on-scene uh, portion of the, your Facebook website for Brevard County, and it talks about, or you stop talks about, you tell us about citizens that you know are qualified or you know that have the right to own a firearm that they should start carrying and, and, and having that firearm and being prepared to use it in case we're ever faced with something like a Paris uh, San Bernardino uh, or you know a terrorist attack Brussels Brussels yes uh, and I wanted to see what what brought you to the uh, first off to the, to that to that opinion to to recommend to your constituents to your citizens there that firearms would would be a good choice for them well, you know, we've we've always in, in all of our presentations, and everything else, we've always talked with our citizens about um, having the ability to protect themselves. In fact, for for years, I've I've told people that um, the best law enforcement agencies in the country have response times in minutes, but violent criminals will take your life in a second. And so, you know, we know that our citizens are the first line of defense for them, their families, their coworkers, what whatever that active shooter type scenario may present. So. When we put the video out, um, I think it was December 8th, it, it was right off the heels of what had happened in San Bernardino, which was a perfect example of that message in that, uh, you know, here was, a, here was a law enforcement agency that in four minutes arrived on scene, which is an incredible response time. Yeah. And they arrived to find 14 people dead and many others badly wounded. So it was, it was a message to our citizens to tell them, um, you know, if you have a concealed carry, carry your firearm with you. It's not doing you any good at the house. And um, be prepared. Be prepared to to defend yourselves. The cavalry's coming, but it's going to take us minutes to get there, and this thing will be over in seconds. 
Yeah, exactly right. And that's, you know, something we've talked about on here, you know, many time and no matter how good a law enforcement agency, it, it, you know, I think the national average on response times for emergency calls is, is still eight minutes. And obviously that takes into account, uh, you know, huge uh, rural areas. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, even like you said, even the best, best in the biggest cities, it's still, you know, by the time the call, the call goes in for service, the time it gets dispatched, you're still looking at, you know, a minute or two before you get there. Um, and that's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, I, I said in the video, and, and uh, I knew that some people uh, may not take well to what I said, but I said exactly what um, what is a reality in that video, and that is that um, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And that's, exactly. that's an unfortunate commentary, but it's a real commentary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sheriff, you've, you've in Florida, we've seen you testify or testify. I don't know if it's testify. It's a, you've uh, you've gone up to the state house and you've you've given your opinion on open carry uh, and. And I'm curious, what brought you to open carry also, the the state of mind where open carry is something you're, you're, you're recommending? Well, you know, I, I looked at, um, uh, first and foremost, the fact that 45 other states in our country have it. Um, and the the fact for me, I'm, I'm very, uh, I, I push our agency, I push our members all the time. Um, in fact, we partner with our citizens on crime prevention. And so when I, when I started looking at open carry, it, to me, it is a very strong message to criminals not to target me. I'm, I'm carrying a firearm. I have the ability to protect myself. And uh, I'm a big believer in we have to project ourselves as hard targets, not soft targets. In fact, we have to project our, ourselves, our homes, our businesses, everything else is a hard target because the violent criminals and opportunists. So when, when open carry came up, I, um, I got on uh, full, um, full throttle with it. I strongly believe it. Uh, I strongly support it. And, um, you know, I, not, not everybody does, not every law enforcement agency does, but I, I firmly believe that, first of all, our Constitution guarantees us the, the right to, to bear arms. Secondly, it's a crime prevention uh, message. And thirdly, 45 other states have it. So logic would tell us that it's coming to Florida. And if we're going to have it, let's, let's have a law on the books that protects our citizens, protects our law enforcement officers, and protects our rights. Absolutely. We're we're big proponents of open carry here. Uh, you know, and that's re- responsible open carry. We're not talking about these the the nut jobs you see with the SKSs walking into the coffee house. That's not the kind of yeah. people we're talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. Um and and the way it was just proposed here in Florida would have been those that had a concealed weapons permit would be allowed to carry. And the reason that was there was because if you had a concealed weapons permit, at least the state knew you had some sort of safety skills and training mm-hmm. to, to carry that firearm. Um we, we we completely agree. Forty-five states have it. Um, we we looked at the statistics from the past ten years, when it's, which is about when open carry statistics have been kept. There's been two crimes involving people that were open carrying, and both were theft due to a bad holster or one guy dropping and one guy had it taken. As opposed to with concealed carry, you hear about that once a week. Once a week, you hear about a concealed carry guy that's that's that gets in a shootout or something happens because the bad guy doesn't know. But with open carry, it's just like the sheriff said, you know, you know, I'm a hard target. It's time for you to move, move out, draw fire, go somewhere else. So, well, and if you, if you want to see that theory at work, um, I challenge you to, to go on any search engine you want and um, uh, Google search or whatever it is you're using and search for uh, when's the last time you heard a pawn shop get robbed. Um, <laughs> right. uh, it doesn't happen. They're not going in there. They know the people standing on the other side of the glass have guns to protect themselves. Now, you'll see it get burglarized. Right. You'll see yeah. where they broke into it at 3 o'clock in the morning, but they don't go in there and rob the place. Um, use the same search engine and search when's the last time you saw a gunfight at a gun show. 
doesn't happen because everybody there's got a gun. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, um, there was there was actually a study done by the University of Massachusetts, a historical study that was done back in 19, I believe, 87. They interviewed 18 violent inmates in 10 different states, or I'm sorry, 1,800 violent inmates in 10 different states. And they asked them a series of questions about how they selected their victims, uh, kind of victimology, if you will. And 81% of them said that if they had selected a victim and found out that victim had a gun, they selected another victim. Um, that's crime prevention, and that's that's what I believe all of this lends to. Sure, it's it's a deterrent. You know, it's exactly, exactly what it is. You know, you're you're showing it. To, you're showing everybody what you have. They know, and you stay away. And there's all of the the hypocrites or the outspoken critics of not the hypocrites, the outspoken critics of it all say. Uh, well, you know, it's uh, people are scared, people are afraid. Listen, it's I, I go out of state a lot. You know, we go out of state a lot with the program. You know, being doing Second Amendment uh, rights activists now for, uh, you know, lack of a better term. And Kevin, we've we've gone and we've open carried. It's a little strange for us at first, especially me having been a cop for so long, <laughs> to see somebody else open carrying that's not a cop. But you 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 get over it. The, the conversation quickly becomes, hey, what kind of grips is that on there? You know, what what's what caliber is that? It's a, it's a polite society. I was in Tennessee um, back in November, and, of course, that was kind of right in the height of when, when uh, the open carry discussion was going on in, in the Florida legislature. And I stopped by a gun shop, and while I was there, I already knew the answer because I knew 45 states have it, and I know the <laughs> five that don't. Uh, but I asked the guy, I said, so you guys have open carry here? And, and the, the owner of the, the gun store literally looked at me and said, what's that? And uh, so I started explaining it to him, and his response was, doesn't everybody? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, you know, and then, of course, I had to go further and say, no, actually, everybody doesn't. But, you know, you, you have the the opponents of it that will talk about it'll be wild, wild west. Well, it's not wild, wild west in 45 other states. And it comes down to responsible gun ownership, responsible gun um, retention and everything else. And that's why the the bill that, that um, uh, uh, Senator Gates and Representative Gates proposed this past time was so important because it did. It, it put that onus on the responsible gun owner to have a holster to, you know, it restricted it to handguns. It didn't allow for somebody to walk in with a long gun strapped on their back. And uh, I think it was, again, it was a perfect bill to protect our citizens, our law enforcement officers, and our rights. It was. And uh, now we're going to talk about it later in the program. There's a the Norman versus State uh, in Florida where it was an open carry situation. And, well, it was a gentleman that had a concealed carry, and it was open, and he was arrested. And now that one's going up to the, the state Supreme Court. And if that gets turned over, over or overturned, it's going to be open carry without all of the provis- provisions and safety concerns that uh, Senator and uh, Representative Gates had put in their bill. Um, Sheriff, we were coming up on a break. Can you hang out for another segment with us? I'd be honored to. Excellent, excellent. Um, we've got a couple more things we're going to talk to the Sheriff about when we get back. We've got to uh, uh, talk... Talk about more. Obviously, we're going to talk about more gun stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, but then we're definitely going to be uh, uh, bringing up a couple more little interesting facts. So, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Sheriff, how are you doing? Everything all right? We get you back all right? Yes, sir. We're here. Okay, I forgot that was the long break. I apologize. I thought that was the little two-minute one there. I want to make sure we still got you. We're, we're all good. We're all good. Excellent. A uh, c- couple of questions we want to get you. I know, I know you're a very busy man. Uh, 
with open carry looking like it's on the horizon, again, it's like you said, it's 45 states. Is you know one way or another, we're going to end up with here in Florida, whether if it's this month, next year, the year after that. Have have you started? Uh, you know, with policy or training uh, with with your deputies and with the people at the sheriff's office for this eventuality, just so they could get used to it. Because again, I know for as a law enforcement officer in Florida, it's it's going to be a, a a moment or two of culture shock when it happens. We we have, and you know, we we do um, specialized training with um, concealed carry as well. And actually, um, you know, when when the legislative um, uh, session was starting before before I came out and said, listen, this is something I am truly behind. I talked with a number of our members of our agency that are what I would consider tactical experts uh, about what what impact it would have on us. And the, the theory is that, you know, in this in open carry, we at least know the individual has a gun um, right. when, when they're concealed carry. We don't know that. And so we're, we're handling everybody as if they do have a gun, which we always do. That's the, the smart approach. But from, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you do when you come up on scene and Somebody's there with open carry. Well, that same person could have been concealed carry moments before we got there and had to engage a suspect. So we trained for it. We, um, we, we, in fact, we just finished a roll call video that we're putting out to make sure that each of our deputies is handling uh, an encounter with somebody that has a concealed carry. You know, we do traffic stops every day where people have a concealed carry, and um, we we are very focused on protecting our Second Amendment rights, and so. We, we make sure that everybody does that traffic stop the same way. We Obviously, officer safety is huge and fundamental to us, but so are, is the protection of our citizens' rights. So we train. That's a, that's a part of it. We train to how you encounter somebody with a concealed. That will extend to how we encounter somebody with an open carry as well. Sheriff, uh, you mentioned that you do some uh, training for the public. Uh, can you give us a little bit more details? What kind of training? Again, we, um, we, we hold a class, um, in fact, before the video Enough is Enough came out, um, the one that we were talking about in December, we, we did this class the last Saturday of every month, and it's called Self-Defense Through Tactical Shooting and Decision-Making. Um, to my knowledge, we're the only agency that puts on a class uh, of this depth. It is an eight-hour class. It, um, uh, it costs $50, which just covers the cost of my range masters is really what it covers. And uh, you, you come to the range. You're going to, the class qualifies you for your concealed carry, but during the day, you're going to shoot about 100 rounds through your gun. You're going to get to hear our state attorney, Phil Archer, talk about stand your ground, castle doctrine, and the self-defense laws. You're going to get a presentation on self-defense through mental preparedness. Let's avoid the conflict if we can. And, uh, and then you're also going to get to shoot a simulator. So it's an eight-hour class. It's in-depth. As I said, we used to put it on the last Saturday of every month, and then when the video Enough is Enough came out, that video has been seen by 30 million people now. Wow. And um, we started, we had to actually create an, a, an additional phone line in our agency uh, <laughs> for, for the calls we got. We do the class every Saturday now, and we are booked through um, the end of the year. That is so, awesome. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great class. It's um, We get nothing but raves on it when our citizens take it. I get tons of emails and compliments on it. And it is a class, I tell everyone, this class is as much about when not to shoot as it is when to shoot. But it is a class that teaches you to tactically save you and your family's life. Is, is this uh, for just residents of your county, Brevard County, or is this anyone, obviously, for, you know, for Florida? Yeah, we, we um, you know, try and, re- um, we, I shouldn't say we try and reserve. Um, we, we try and let the Brevard County residents have first crack at it. But if we have open seats, we've opened it up. We've had a lot of people that have come from all over the state. 
um, already to take the class. And that so, is awesome. Um, you know, we, we offer the curriculum to any agency that would, would like to, uh, you know, mirror the program or take it and maybe even spin it to, to something even better if they could. Um, uh, it's out there. But it okay. is, you know, and, and I got to tell you guys, when, when we put that video out, I had no idea that I would be awake in the next morning know, um, to be told that Fox News wanted me on the news. <laughs> um, I, we do it every week. We put out crime prevention. That video hit home and resonated with people across the country. And I think the reason it did is it was exactly what everybody was thinking and nobody was saying at the national level. And people people resonated with it. The, it is a reality. We, we no longer live in a society where if we don't, you know, hang with the wrong people or we don't go into a bad area, we don't deal with drugs, that we don't have to worry about being the victim of violent crime. Today we have to worry about it at a church. We have to worry about it at a movie theater. We have to worry about it at a Christmas party. We have to worry about it at a concert. Um, and we have to be prepared. That's the message. Sheriff, obviously you've been in law enforcement for, for a while. You're a professional. Uh, but like you said, since that video has come out, you, you've become one of the top three, four faces of law enforcement that are Second Amendment supporters and open carry supporters. And it's uh, it's 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 great to have somebody here uh, in Florida. It's great to just see somebody that's so well-versed in law enforcement to be on uh, you know the right side with Second Amendment. Well, I, I appreciate it. I have. I've been a law enforcement officer for 37 years, and I have always believed that our job is to prepare our citizens to protect themselves. If we can prevent them from becoming a victim, that is that is job one. Certainly, if they do become a victim, we can investigate it and solve it and make arrests. But I'd rather keep them from becoming a victim. If somebody if somebody is going to have an encounter, I want us to win. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Uh, Sheriff Kevin Maxwell here. I, I've got a question. What is your preferred um, method for a citizen who's carrying concealed who has an interaction with one of your officers? Uh, how how they disclose, or if they disclose, whether they're armed. You know, I, we'll use a traffic um, stop scenario because that's most frequently when it happens. Uh, there's there's nothing uh, that says you have to tell us you have a concealed carry. There's there's nothing in the law that says that. But it is surely a nice feeling for us when you do. Um, when when we come up to your car or, or we have that encounter, you know, if you hand us your driver's license and your concealed carry permit at the same time, uh, we know right away that the person we're dealing with is a person that, um, you know, is is a good citizen that has gone through the process to, to carry a gun. Um, and uh, we, um, you know, we, we most of the time we'll say thank you for letting us know. And uh, just, you know, we, we'll tell you, hey, you know, just keep your hands where we can see them. And, but it, it's a good feeling for us. And that, that puts everybody at ease. As I always tell everyone, there is no um, worse feeling that makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck than somebody opening up their glove box to get their registration and a gun falling out on it. <laughs> everybody, everybody is scared then. So, uh, you know, so it's, it's just best um, uh, for us with that courtesy, and it uh, puts everybody at ease. Sheriff, what's your position now? And, we, and I've seen a lot of uh, negative from other sheriffs throughout the state as far as open carry goes. Is there anything with the Florida Sheriff's Association, any, any backlash from that, any other agencies that are giving you a hard time because of your position? You know, I, I can't say anybody's given uh, me or any of the other sheriffs that supported open carry a hard time. Um, obviously, you know, sheriffs from, from all different aspects have different opinions, and I think that's one of the great things about the Florida Sheriff's Association is um, they are they are a great association that does uh, a, a lot of great work, but they also give their sheriffs the autonomy to 
to, uh, you know, uh, stand and talk about their opinions. And so, you know, not everyone, I'm a big believer in if everybody's sitting at the table thinking alike, somebody's not thinking. And so we, um, uh, you know, we, we went and we spoke and we, there were sheriffs that were against it, sheriffs for it. But what we do every year is, uh, we, we have a legislative conference where we all come together and we will sit down again this year and, and look at how we approach this. And I think everybody across the board knows that open carry is coming to the state of Florida. And so how we address it, how we prepare for it is what's going to be important. Chair, not to put you on the spot, we've been looking for a location to do some uh, an open carry event. And, and in Florida, Florida's got a couple of those exceptions, one of them being fishing. If you fish, uh, you can you can open carry. Uh we're heard, obviously, we're heard for many locations in Florida and throughout the country. We are, what do we have? 20, 22 stations we're on right now. At least. Uh, we'd love the opportunity. We'll get with you ahead of time, coordinate, and maybe do an open carry event, fishing event over there uh, where we could, you know, team up, uh, you know, get some of your officers out there, for edu- some of the deputies for education. We'd be out there. Uh, we'd love to do something like that with the sheriff's office. Well, I'm, I'm always big on awareness and education for, for everyone. So, um, you guys know how to get a hold of my team. Just give us a call, and, and uh, we'll sit down and, and uh, look at it. Awesome. Oh, that's great. That's outstanding. Sheriff, thanks again for uh, for joining us, and uh, we, we hope to be able to get you back on in the future. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me today. No problem, Sheriff. Thank you. Thank you. Be safe out there. Sheriff Wayne Ivey, Brevard County Sheriff's Office. That, that, that's awesome. That's great, uh, Sheriff. A, a sheriff that gets it. Yeah. it. You should take that class. Yeah. I, I want to, because there's no better way I can think to defend you than having you be able to say on the stand, I took that class. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets saves you money huh yep it sure does how do i get mine log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today the safest and easiest way to train in your own environment get ready stay ready with the cert training pistol go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Kiltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Armstrong Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Kiltec Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Just joining us, we had Sheriff Wayne Ivey on the last two segments, the sheriff of Brevard County. He's, like I said, he's quickly becoming the uh, one of the law enforcement faces for Second Amendment and open carry and uh, firearms rights. So uh, I know you've probably seen him. If you're listening to us, you've probably seen him because over 5 million people saw that one video, mm-hmm. that one video he put out. So, the, again, thank you to him on. Thank you to his staff for helping us set it up. So that's wonderful. Um, hey, uh, we talked to you earlier in the program. We told you it's one of those topics we were going to get to you on. U.S. federal court strikes down restrictive gun law on Mariana Islands. Uh, United States federal court ruled on Monday, that would be this past Monday, that gun licensing law in Mariana Islands Commonwealth violates the Second Amendment. Now, this is a, this is a U.S. territory. Uh, this is a U.S. Yeah, Mariana Islands, you know, it's way out there. It's way way out there. on so, the other side oh, of the world. Yeah, believe me. It's kind of well, out near Guam. There, there's yep. a Paul Harvey to this story. <laughs> uh, do you have it? I do. Go right ahead, sir. Uh, and before we do, can you break that down to the... Those of us who are under 50, what does Paul oh. Harvey mean? <laughs> Paul Harvey used to do something called the rest of the, the rest story. Of the, story. Yep. The, the rest of the story here is this judge realized that if they were to strike down the concealed weapons law, it wouldn't make any difference because there's a law banning the importation of firearms or the ownership of a gun shop. So even if you ban, you, you broke down the law and said you can own a firearm – there was no way to get one. <laughs> so she, she waited, uh, unfortunately, until they got there right. from the mainland, if right. you will, and said, uh, you know, you need to amend your brief. And you need to strike down these other laws that say you can't own a gun, you can't buy a gun, you can't carry a gun, you can't import a gun, you can't have a shop, you can't sell a gun. Right. All those need to be in your brief as well. Thank you for the 23-hour plane trip. Uh, see you in seven months. Right. And they got back on the plane and flew home. And they were about to cancel the hearing again, and he called and said, was there anything else before I get on the plane (laughs) to head back out there that we needed to address? Uh, Because he didn't want to make that trip and then get sent home again. And and so this judge really looked at the big picture and fixed 
in my understanding, because I haven't read the brief, uh, my understanding that this judge, by telling them that they needed to address the global issue, made it possible for you to actually be able to not only get a concealed weapons permit, but actually be able to access to a firearm because they're now legal to import into the Marianas. Nice. The U.S. territory bans the possession or importation of handguns and handgun ammunition. It requires that all residents obtain a special license if they wish to possess a firearm. And, and here's the weird thing. Again, they're U.S. territory, U.S. Uh, common, or, or common, they're our commonwealth. Um, when they're saying ban the importation, they're not talking about guns from Japan. You know, they're talking about guns from Hawaii or the mainland, you know, United States. Right. And, and you can't be a native. You, you, can't, yeah, you right. can't have... You have to be a citizen of the United States. Yes. If you're there from Japan, you're the you don't have those same rights. So you could have lived there your whole life. Right. But not as a citizen, you can't buy a firearm. And it just seemed incongruent to the court that it would not allow individuals who were citizens living there to have a firearm, and then people who live there that aren't citizens not to be afforded the same opportunity. The, uh, the Commonwealth requires that all residents obtain a special license if they wish to possess a firearm. Those applying for the license, called a weapon identification card, are required to be either a U.S. citizen or a U.S. national and prove they have a good reason to possess a firearm. Self-defense is not among the acceptable reasons. <laughs> You hear that? It just sounds like uh, sounds like Washington D.C. Uh, yeah, it sounds like yeah, the District of Columbia. Uh huh. Um, Ramona Manglona, uh, did I say that right? Uh, close enough. Uh, Chief Judge of the District Court of the Nair- the Northern Mariana Islands uh, struck down all those provisions as unconstitutional. Uh, the Obama appointee. Did you hear that? Snuck in. Yep. We got a, got a good one. The Obama appointee required that Mariana Islands officials immediately stop enforcing its handgun ban. Begin issuing weapons identification cards to lawful permanent residents and accept self-defense as a valid reason for attaining the weapons identification card. It also ordered the U.S. This is the big part. Kevin, yeah, this is the, I was, say, I'm circling it and underlining it. Go ahead. You, you say the, it. It ordered the United States Territory to pay the plaintiff's legal fees. What what's what do you what do you say? It is like two, two three hundred bucks, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, at least. We, we, honestly, I mean, for something you know how long this took. Uh, it, um, you you could you could spend uh, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in attorneys' fees, not including the cost, because remember you're coming from a long ways off to litigate this issue, because you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of hours of legal research, legal briefs. Arguments, response to briefs, counter briefs, it could be huge. It, it could be huge. And when you have so clearly proven the unconstitutionality of a provision that you that the the territory violated the Constitution and you had to litigate with them in order to make them stop violating the Constitution, you should get an attorney's fee. But here's the tickler. If the territory has to pay an attorney's fee, now you'll have more attorneys willing to go pursue those same actions right. in other territories. Right. Because now there's a carrot. 
There's also a stick. Yeah. U.S. territory, you're going to get my motions. You're going to get my complaint. You're going to get my pleadings. Maybe you should save yourself some money and just follow the Constitution and not make me tax you. Lee Rong Radich, Lee Rong Radich, again, I'm sorry about the pronunciations here, was attacked in 2010 by an intruder who had broken into her home on Saipan. She was brutally beaten and suffered multiple broken ribs as well as a broken eye socket. She and her husband, David, applied for weapons identification cards in 2013 in an effort to obtain a firearm for home defense. The Radiches have not received a response to their respective applications for weapons identification cards in the nearly three years since they applied. Three years and, since and they applied. And people fuss that it takes like 90 days to get a concealed carry yeah. permit in Florida. Yeah. The, the Second Amendment Foundation brought the case on the Radiches' behalf and footed the bill for the associated legal fees. Kevin, this ruling comes from a U.S. district court. It does. What does that mean throughout the country uh, as far as the ruling goes? It, it can be used as argument that that is the state of the law. Um, there may be district courts that don't want to follow it. And then that conflict would then have to be elevated to a court that can rule over the disagreements between varying U.S. district courts, which is usually the Supreme Court of the United States. Right, right. Who really doesn't want to hear this kind of stuff. But you know what? I think I think Ramona smells like a Supreme Court justice to me. Yeah. You want to nominate somebody? Mm. Throw that out there. Well, she's not going to get nominated by the current administration, not with the Second Amendment rulings like this. She's an Obama <laughs> appointee. Yeah, well. I, I yeah. thought that was kind of ironic if, myself. If, if they were good enough to appoint, what, did they stick her out there because they thought she was going to be harmless if they put her that far away? Probably. You know what? It's a global economy, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I, I think, you know, listen, uh, we, we've, we've seen it happen in the past with the court. Or, you know, this this person aligns as either, uh, you know, right side or left side, and, and then they, they get nominated and get to the bench, and they start coming up with decisions that are nowhere near what the, everybody thought they were going to be. I don't think there's a pro-gun <laughs> or, or anti-gun. No, this is a, this is a, a, a pro-constitution. This is a, this is a constitutional right. issue. Right. This this wasn't a Second Amendment issue. This was a constitutional issue. And uh, clearly, Judge Manglona appears to be uh, pro-constitution. Uh, is how is how we ended up here. So, so that's that's good news. That's good news. And like Kevin said, it's a district court ruling. It can be used and cited uh, in other cases. Although, what what applies in one district doesn't necessarily apply in other districts. Right. That's why and we have and, and, the laws in California for guns are a certain way. The, the laws in Florida are for a certain way because each is under its own separate district. Well, it, it, the, the nice thing is that now we have them on one side of California yes, and on the other side of California. And why do we have this no man's land in the middle? That would be California. That would be California. Yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah they are. Well, it's just it's California. You know, if you're, if you're in California, well, we give us a call. It. Give us your theory. You we know? can fix it. Right. We can fix it. Yeah. We can let them become a republic again. And, and then they don't have to be part of the United States. That's yeah okay sure you know I guess that's an option. Then it really could be California stand. Yeah yeah that would be the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to say it with the accent though, California stand. There you go. Yep, You're yep. better at it. I am.
it's yeah, it's definitely definitely something that's going on. So good good news out of the Mariana Islands. Good news for Second Amendment. Uh, congratulations to the Second Amendment Foundation and their attorneys. Uh, and uh, nice job, guys. Really. Yeah, and and you know, and maybe now uh, the Radiches will get their weapons identification cards, and maybe now other places throughout the country will also get theirs mm-hmm. with this being uh, yes. one of those precedent-setting cases. Yep, it'll so. trickle, trickle down. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, you know, good first hour, guys. Uh, we're going to take our break. We're going to come back to you a second hour, but please always remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll be back shortly. See you then. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, welcome back from the break. How are you doing? Good, good. How's everybody else out there doing? Everybody's good? Everybody's good? Doing good, doing good. Excellent, excellent. excellent. Listen, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. That all sounds so good. Oh, it is a wonderful song. It is a wonderful song. And on my left today in the 10 o'clock position is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Now would be the part where we would be introducing Alec, but as we pointed out earlier, this would be Alex. Padawan learner, the samurai sidekick. Um, But uh, Alec had to go protect his financial future because his (laughs) spouse uh, is buying furniture. Going buying. Well, she's not buying furniture. She's buying everything inside a house. Uh, it's not him <laughs> and her alone. Right. She has she, she has she, her relatives with her she, also. She took support staff. Support staff. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. So Alec went to make sure that um, both of ours financial futures weren't. Yeah. Right. yeah exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> my my wife went with him. <laughs> so. One of the most important jobs he's ever had. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, uh, when know, we save, get to five bank. figures, I need a phone call. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that phone call came as soon as they pulled out of no, the driveway. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, that was weird because, you know, we're getting up, we're leaving, we're getting up, we're leaving. We're, I gave him yesterday off. We're getting up, we're leaving. And I left my office on the way to a meeting, and I called them, and it was like 3 o'clock, and they were like 45 minutes away from the house. <laughs> What happened? Well, you know, we had to get gas. That's your fault. Well, 10 minutes gas, four hours driving, same thing. You know? Yeah. It's, you know, okay. That was a very empty. I mean, I didn't think that tank could get that empty. Probably not. I, th- I think they siphoned it in one cup at a time. <laughs> right. You know, it had to be filtered and some kind of special through, through a coffee distillation filter. process for the fuel. and. Florida, we, we talked to you about Florida, is uh, looking to take another shot at open carry. 
Uh, this, oh, is this what we were talking about when so, we were talking was with so funny. Uh, the sheriff? It was funny. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about okay. it with, with the sheriff. I'm sorry, Kevin, I thought you were... No, it was punny. It was shot uh, at oh, Open Carry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He got it. Right, right. What's from it? And, I'm, and when I say he, I'm pointing to Earl. <laughs> well, he got it. Taking another shot. That's the pun Kevin was talking about. Uh, at, at Open, open Carry. carry. Uh, we've actually had uh, the people we're going to be talking about in this story uh, on the air before, and... Uh, it's just a last-second story, otherwise we'd, we'd have gotten them back for you. Gun rights advocates say they could gain more from a pending Florida Supreme Court case than controversial open-carry legislation that failed this year. Let me tell you what was so controversial about it. Mm-hmm. Um, anti-gunners didn't like it. Yeah, because in that way they just didn't put it up for a vote. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, this was and when I say anti-gunner, I'm talking about, again, we, we mentioned his name several times. Oh, um, the jack uh, wagon that wouldn't do his yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diaz de la Portilla. Yeah, Miguel Diaz yeah. de la Portilla. Yeah. Uh, this is a guy, there, we called him the Rhino, the Republican in uh, name only. This yep. is a guy yep. that is a Republican and uh, said he would take care of business and uh, support the Second Amendment. And, he he and, took care of business. Oh, sure he did. He, As a socialist. He lined yeah, yeah. his pockets. He lined his pockets because he's getting ready to leave, so he needs to worry about his next job. And uh, he lined his pockets with uh, with the money of Bloom, anti, anti-gunners. Bucks. Well, it was. It was the, the crazy moms for everything, those people. Bloomberg bucks. Yep. Uh, it, you get a coupon. Yes. It's like $42,000 at Ben and Jerry's or something. Right, right, right. Coupons? Yep, a coupon. And... So he uh, he was he was responsible for killing for killing it. Now, like Sheriff he Ivy didn't talked kill to it. it, he let it die from yeah, neglect. Yeah, it's, well, it's, he killed. It. He did yeah. not bring it. To, he did not bring it to committee. It yeah, had passed the, the house, thing. and he did not bring it to committee. If it was you know put out there, for lack of a better word, you know to be voted on, and it was yeah. voted down, that's one thing. Yep. He didn't even allow that correct to happen. It was him, and then his co-conspirator was uh, Senator Andy Gardner, who mm-hmm. was the the uh, Senate president, and he could have brought it out of committee. Neither one of them did. Both Republicans. Both worried about their their next job because they're getting termed out here this year. I wonder if that's a two party check they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's the Communist Party and the Socialist Party. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the check, the two party check. Uh, so, anti Republicans, anti constitutional, anti excuse me, anti Republican, anti gun, anti Second Amendment, anti constitution. They're anti Republic. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Justices have set oral arguments for June 8th in a case called Norman versus State of Florida. In it, a Fort Pierce man is challenging his 2012 misdemeanor conviction for open carrying his handgun. Now, we talked to you um, last time about this when it was had gone to the District Court of Appeals in Florida. And yep. and it uh, was a three-panel uh, judiciary, and they were they were split, but it ended up going two, two to one to uh, not overturn the case. So he, right. the, they left the, the conviction, the conviction stood. Uh, if the court strikes down Florida's open carry ban, then any law-abiding citizen can openly carry a gun, says Florida carry attorney Eric Friday. Eric, if you, rec- if you recall, Eric Friday was on the air with us, and the, the whole argument there was was exactly what what he what he talked about with us at length was that if you if you, we had we had Florida open carry, be, or excuse me, we had Florida concealed carry. That was the deal in 1987 when Florida got concealed carry. Was listen, you know, open carry is still technically on the books. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask for open, we're going to ask for concealed carry, and then we'll give up open carry. It was it was a great strategy in 1987. It got us concealed carry. It got us to you know 1.8 million licenses issued with 1.5 still uh, active in Florida. Uh, but we gave up open carry. Nobody ever, you know, fathomed that it would take 
what are we at, 29 years since then now? You know, coming up on 30 years since the open carry. how long I've been carrying concealed, yeah. Yeah, so since open carry, so. Uh, I think my license is number six. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the Senate and the House bill, if it had gone, and we talked about this with the sheriff, if it had gone through and been approved, there were many, many provisions. Uh, you know, good ones. You you have to have a concealed weapons permit. Okay. Yeah. That means you, you you've gotten some training yep. and you've taken a class on Florida law. Um, you have to have a holster. Uh, you know, a secure holster. Yep, okay. No problem there. That means I'm not tucking it into my waistband. That means I don't have a rifle over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. None of that's there. It means there's a there's a handgun in a holster and it's secured on your on your uh, your waistband. Uh, well, I guess technically you could have a shoulder holster too. Uh, you know, it's, it just has to be secured in a holster. <laughs> Go, now, would you be Miami Vice style or NYPD style? I would be Miami Vice. Miami Vice style, okay. Of course. Well, I, don't, I don't live in New York. No, no, I know you don't. But and I still uh, have the jacket. Still have the jacket. The uh, the white. I don't have the hair, <laughs> but I definitely still have the jacket. <laughs> you ought to check the jacket. There might be some hair in it. <laughs> oh. You never know. You never know. You don't have to fall out somewhere. So. <laughs> the uh, show you fall out. <laughs> Kevin's <sighs> a big fan of Fallout Boys, if uh-huh, you guys didn't know that. Uh-huh. Um, so, with with... The provision in the House and Senate bill, there were there were a lot of safety features in there. There were a lot of built-ins. There were a lot of make people feel comfortable. And uh, you'll lose all of that if you go through the Supreme yeah, Court yeah, process. Exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about when we get back to what's going to be the difference between the two of these. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. kel See the KSG in action at YouTube slash kel Weapons. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S dot com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, 
and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Arms Room Radio. We should change the name of the show from Arms Room Radio to Mike's Fun with Sounds. Mike's Fun with Sounds. That's it. It's one thing to talk the talk. Yeah, I could say this is going to be a procedural nightmare on the law enforcement side. These guys walk the walk. For the right price, anybody can have any. It shoots 6,000 rounds a minute, or as it works out, uh, $18,000. Yes. Sir. <laughs> Arms Room Radio is up next on AM 660, The Answer. Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're talking. We're, we were talking today. You know what? I've got to give some updates first, though. Updates. Uh, we had we had the sheriff on earlier. We couldn't do the updates. We talked to uh, I talked to our good friends at Gun Gun Tech this week. Uh, While you were doing that, did you make my order? Yes, I did. Good. I did make your order. Phil, give me a call. I got to make an order. <laughs> um, I knew it. But no, I did. I did. I left. I, I got shorter. It's on the way. The friends at Gun Tech. Everything's going great with them. Uh, they they've got some uh, some cool stuff planned. Uh, they're they're doing they're doing. Uh, the, like I said, they're new colored anodized uh, rails and uppers, the mm. reds and the blues. That seems to be a seems to be a, 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 yeah, a big hit with them. So so check them out. G U N T E C U S A. That's G U N T E C U S A dot com. I seem to remember a local rifle manufacturer that experimented with red and blue rifles in the past. We did. We did do some red and blues, uh, and we they were very successful. Mm-hmm. But we we uh, we advertised them as a limited run. And, and that's are. that's why we did them. We did them in limited fashion. Now, you know, seeing the popularity of them, people like you know Phil and Charlie over at GunTech, you know, are going to capitalize on that, and which is works out wonderful for everybody. So you know, yeah, we're just we're, we were just the trendsetters. We're the trendsetters. I, just, yeah. I need to get him to do the <laughs> rail and pumpkin. Yes, Kevin has an orange uh, rifle, and it's called the pumpkin pumpkin chunker. The pumpkin chunker. It, but it you know it chunks three hundred blackout ammo. It it well it, it'll it'll chunk either three hundred blackout or or five five six ammo. Okay, but I have to change the barrels. Uh, but I have different yeah. uppers. Right, right. Because um, you have to be adaptable. Yeah, you yeah. Guys, you guys are saying it wrong. It's pumpkin chunker. What I say? But the color he's, is he's no, doing the proper pumpkin no, chunker. It's, oh. it's a it's a pumpkin chunker. There but, we go. But the color is pumpkin. Oh, I agree. Because I if I it for say you. the I know color, what color pumpkin, oh, wait, so you're going to look at me and go you're like Brewster? Pumpkin instead of pumpkin? Yeah. No. Listen here, Yankee. Punk, that's like that was that TV show, uh, Punkin Punkin Brewster, Carpetbagger. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. That was the old TV show, Punkin Brewster, wasn't it? No, that was Punky Brewster. Oh, did she have a? I chunker? don't. I know of the show. I never watched the show. Okay. You know, she's still on television. Yes, she is. She's Amy Farrah Fowler. Amy Farrah Fowler. Yes, she is. Oh, okay. Uh, 
She's yeah, a yeah. Sheldon Chunker yeah. now. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right, we were talking about uh, the, what's going, what's coming up in Florida. Uh, we have in June eighth. There's there's the case of Norman versus State, which is going in front of the the state supreme court. This was from the 2000 case of, uh, again, Norman versus State. Um, we could potentially get in in Norman, uh, if this is overturned, uh, even more than the legislature was willing to give us. Whether a liberal-leaning court will allow that to happen remains to be seen. Well, again, hmm. you know, you're talking about, you're saying a liberal-leaning court, but you're talking about a Florida liberal-leaning court. True. You're talking about a, Flor- a southern uh, states it, it doesn't lean court. like a New York liberal no. court. Would <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's left and then there's about face. Yeah. Right. And these guys are not that far left of middle. And we've we never know because we've already talked about an Obama appointee that would, you know, stereotypically you exactly. think would be lean, you know, left leaning. Listen, and it and, doesn't get much further south than the Mariana Islands. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You know, it's just that's southern thinking right there. You know? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. Well, never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Mariana Islands are just just right off the coast of uh, Papua New Guinea. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very very southern hemisphere. So, uh, Assistant Attorney General Cynthia Comras uh, argued the uh, most recent U.S. Supreme Court decisions allow reasonable restrictions on the Second Amendment. Huh? Yeah. Well, obviously. Come on. Uh, it is not the right to keep and carry any weapon whatsoever in any manner whatsoever for whatever purpose. Um, I would, uh, and Kevin, this is the argument that, that we use all the time. My point would be, okay, show me the restrictions in the Constitution. Right. You, you can, you're not going to find any. Right. 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 It, it, in theory, you know, back when the NRA was pushing for well, we need hunting and sporting purposes, that actually probably is contrary to the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment implies military firearms yes so crew served fully automatic belt feds are probably what they meant right sign me up Uh, yep yep. but guess what you don't get to have you don't get to have that bolt action duck gun because it's not necessary to maintain a well-regulated militia so if you want to hunt duck you're going to have to do it with a bmg that's nice well that's a duck sniper weapon (laughs) just so you know Because every once in a while, you got to take out one duck at a time. That's right. But it's, you know, you got to wait for them to fly away farther. Right, right, right. If you're going right. to use them, and you're going to have to have a dog with really long legs. Yeah, true. true. Or a jetpack. Uh, Assistant Attorney General Cynthia Commerce told the 4th District Court of Appeal that keeping guns out of sight is more calming for the public. Hold on, let me see what, what? that is. You know what that is? That would be a load of crap. That's what that is. Hui. Um, we again, we had Sheriff Ivy on. You hear us talk about it all the time. You, with you know uh, what was more calming to the public? Prozac and the water supply. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what's more calming: uh, less violent crime. And you know there how you get that? There we go. More oh, visible guns. Open carry. Open carry. Uh-huh. Um, Sheriff Sheriff Ivy told told us a story where he went to Tennessee and asked if they had open carry, and he said, "What's that?" Because you know what they call it in Tennessee. <laughs> They just call it carry. Constitution. They just get carry however they want. No, no, you know, you know the Constitution here? Getting dressed. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> yep. That's actually what Earl and I call it, too. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Uh, she said they are lethal by nature, and they are lethal for great distances. So obviously they instill fear in people. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Well, no, no, what, you what, you, what you they, go ahead. Do the logic they, tree. What do they judge great distances as? That's the... Uh, that was the... the because we've seen Alex shoot. So. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> Man, 
Yeah. Hey, listen, you don't yeah. show up for work. Uh, you, you get shots taken at you. That's how it works. Um, Sorry, Alec. The, um, yeah, you notice he didn't say that about me. I was going to. No, you're here. No, well, that, and he's trained with me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, hey, I, I may need you to he'll, cover he'll, my back he'll, sometime. He'll, he'll do. You know, he, you know what? It used to be, you know, one shot, great distance, boom, right in the center of the target. I can't see my rear sights that well anymore because my eyesight's gone bad. So two guns, one in each hand, boom, 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 boom. It's over in a couple of seconds. Yep. They're all in the 12-inch circle, but I'm not going to shoot out of the hole in a washer right. Right. anymore. You Left-handed. Be, you used to could? Used to could. Used to could. <laughs> Can't see it well enough now. Let me let me analyze this sentence again. Okay. They are lethal by nature, and they are lethal for great distances. Is it, she's talking about cars, right? Automobiles? Sounds like to me. They're lethal, so we, so we should, uh, obviously, they instill fear in people. I, th- I think they're talking mm-hmm. about cigarettes. Cigarettes. They're, yes, you get cancers over a great distance. That's uh-huh. true. Yeah. It spreads nationwide. Yeah. Cars oh. you could drive back and forth across the country. Carbon footprint. Carbon footprints. Uh-huh. Like, like on... Um, on 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 the, the vehicles we drive, we are very very uh, green conscious, and I can't even get through it. I just I'm sorry, I can't even get through it. I can't get through. It. Just, so you want to see? It, just go look for the three biggest trucks in the parking lot. But, you know, you'll see our cars. Yeah. I mean, Earl doesn't even have a. He doesn't have a carbon footprint. He's got a. He's got. You, you remember like 707s back in the 60s and 70s with that black smoke coming out behind them as they would fly through the air. Yeah, that's what he's got in there. That's what he's, a got in there now. he's got He's got a 707 yeah. engine. It's it's just yes. it's got a big the, old the, turbine and lethal by nature and lethal for great distances. Rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially exactly those right. long ones. That's right. That's right. Uh, attorney Eric Friday's client Dale Norman was thrown to the ground and handcuffed in 2012 after a bystander spotted his gun and called police. Norman had a concealed weapons permit and a clean record. Friday says. Friday said so. Again, this is the situation, and I know all of you people in 45 other states listening to us are, are shaking are sh- your heads and and staring at your navels going, what are they talking about? Yep. Uh, this was a guy who had a concealed weapon, and somehow it became uncovered, whether it was, you know, pumping gas and the wind, you know, blew his shirt up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it was, uh, you know, as he was getting out of the car, the seatbelt grabbed the shirt and pulled it over the gun, and he just never noticed it. Somebody called it, and again, we talked about this with several law enforcement officials, including Sheriff Ivey training on what to do when you see somebody like that. And I, I have every confidence in his agency knowing that he's a pro-gun person that, listen, if you see a guy and his, he's got a long shirt and it happens to be caught on the front of the holster and he doesn't realize it, it's not necessarily open carry. That's no, yeah. a That's guy a, that had a shirt get caught. It's right. Yeah. I've actually even heard people, and I, I'm getting questions from my clients about this, if my pistol prints underneath my clothing... Uh, they've been told by certain agencies that's no longer concealed. And, and those would those would be certain agencies with um, either fools in the legal department or fools uh, creating policy. Well, well, they you know they some of these members of law enforcement. I yes. won't I won't say what kind of agency it is. Right. Haven't been in that very long, and their understanding is uh, guns bad. Right. Only I should have a gun. Exactly right. And again, that's. That's from Florida is one of five states without open carry, and so it's that mentality for many, many years. Again, it's been since 1987. That's that's whole careers in law enforcement that have come and gone, and people have never seen open carry before. So they've been trained, trained, trained that it's bad, bad, bad. If you see a gun, he's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, A jury found Norman guilty of second-degree misdemeanor, and he was ordered to pay a fine, Friday says. So, uh, Kevin, it's not like this guy's on death row and we're going to the Supreme Court. 
This no. is no, but it's a it's the principle. It's a principle yeah. because guess what he got when he got a a, a second degree misdemeanor charge. He lost his concealed weapons permit. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. Guess what else he can't do? He can't purchase for uh, two or three years uh, at least, and, and depending. Well, usually he, he may even have to ask for clemency because if he got convicted, that's an adjudication of a weapons charge. All right. He's done. Yeah, I'd have to check into that one. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you would, too. It's a misdemeanor concealed weapons permit violation. Does that disqualify forever? Yeah, it's something it, we have to it know. Might, to check it on. Yeah. yeah, good point, good point. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a few minutes. SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Donald Trump wants voters to know that his message to the disaffected isn't meant for Republicans alone. The party's presidential frontrunner told supporters today that he is out to bring independents and Democrats behind his cause. Trump and the rest of the presidential candidates are campaigning today in Wisconsin, which holds its primary on Tuesday. Two recent polls show Trump trailing Ted Cruz in the state. A small plane has crashed on the Southern California freeway, striking a car and killing one person. The California Highway Patrol says five others were injured in today's crash on Interstate 15 north of San Diego. The Federal Aviation Administration and the National Transportation Safety Board will investigate. A Texas ice cream company has told federal inspectors that it believes listeria bacteria spread at its Oklahoma plant through a drainage system. Bluebell Creameries revealed the findings and documents sent to the Food and Drug Administration. This is SRN News. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Weapons. 
We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. Years. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Private First Class Jeremy W. L. died April 2, 2006, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. L. 19 of Richmond, Virginia, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 36th Infantry Regiment, 1st Brigade, 1st Armored Division, in Friedberg, Germany. He died from wounds sustained when his dismounted patrol came under enemy small arms fire during combat operations in Hit, Iraq. He arrived in Iraq one month before his death. L joined the Army in January of 2005 and graduated from basic training and advanced training in June of 2005. He was posted to Germany just after Christmas. Army Private First Class Jeremy W. L., you are not forgotten. If you have any legal questions of any nature whatsoever, you can give us a call, 407-480-2179. You can reach us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. You can get to us through Twitter at Twitter at MaxLawOrlando, or you can reach us at the website MaxLawOrlando.com. Thank you, Kevin. My pleasure. Uh, thank you Thank you again for, for, for doing that every week. Hey, uh, on the line with us, uh, do we do we have him? We got him? We got him? Got him? We got him? All right, we got him. Lieutenant Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. How are you doing today, Lieutenant? Hey, Mike, guys. How is everybody doing today? We're doing good. We're doing we're doing pretty good. Uh, appreciate you coming on, as usual. And um, we had, uh, you know, we, we meant to get to this one last week. We ran a little long. Uh, you know, sorry we bumped you, but I, from what I understand, Oh, you... look, Heather, Heather is much prettier than I am, and I, I understand that completely. That's true. You know, but you got to spend more time in the green room, and uh, you need the snacks and the food, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Decisions were made. You <laughs> yeah. lost. No, sorry. No well, wings listen, left. Listen, no pizza listen, left either. There's free food, and, you know, being a cop, you know, it, it is what it is. If it's free, it's for me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, fired Arizona officer's custom AR-15 inscription may hurt him in a murder case. Did you get a chance to look at this uh, one? 
Yes, yes, I did. Uh, Arizona officer had his uh, personally owned AR-15 uh, that he was uh, allowed to use on duty, right. uh, which was he was he was involved in, in an officer uh, officer involved shooting with it. And on the inside of the dust cover, uh, as you know, when the, uh, the the rifles fired, the dust cover flips open, and on the inside of the dust cover, uh, he had a vulgar inscription. Uh, on that, that he had uh, engraved on the inside of it, uh, which was mentioned in court. Uh, I believe that he the, the shooting was found uh, to be not justified, and I'm not sure where the, the court case is now. I'd, I'd defer to Kevin on that. Uh, yeah, Kevin's got you know normally he's got Alec here doing all his legal research for him. I, but, I, don't, um, I don't know where he stands. My expectations are he's appealed. Um, He's I, he's suffering the 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 necessary internal affairs ramifications of an unjustifiable shooting. Yes, that's bad. It's bad Very to bad. be. What's worse is he's going to get prosecuted. And, yes. And the uh, the pretext of that statement on the inside of the dust cover, which is a very common customizing the inside of your dust cover, is something a lot of people do. Right. Uh, the the well, punkin chunker says punkin chunker. Yes. And, you know, if you want to you want to customize your own weapon, uh, you're, you're going to have to suffer the consequences for it. But what I don't understand is that, according to the agency, uh, they said that the weapon was approved, but the inscription wasn't. Uh, OK, well, if the inscription <laughs> wasn't approved, then that tells me that the weapon was not approved uh, being uh a former agency range master, uh, if you have something that is on there that violates department policy or uh, is not approved, then I'm sorry, the weapon is not approved. So why he was allowed to carry that on duty, I'm not sure. Uh, we've had officers, we, we issue, uh, in my agency, Glock 22s. Uh, and as you know, the, the back plate, uh, you can customize that. Correct. Uh, and a lot of guys will have different things on there. Uh, and we had guys that, that would come through and they'd replace the back plate and they'd have the Punisher symbol on there. Uh, and I would immediately uh, take the weapon out of service and I would I would uh, immediately uh, take them out of service yeah. uh, until they had it replaced. Uh, because the last thing you want them to do is be involved in, in an off-duty shooting with a Punisher symbol on there. I mean, why why officers are doing things like that, I don't know. I mean, we've had them come through with Batman symbols and Superman and, <laughs> and all sorts of Batman's uh, cool. sorts of things. And, and you know, and, and the chief is, you know, okay, things like that, you know, they, they really don't see a problem with that, but a Punisher symbol. Um, ask or, ask the know. sheriff's attorney what he thinks of the Punisher symbol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we're, we're, you, you got to have some class and some tact. We have our military veterans. Um, in fact, my, my rifle that, that Mike did for me, uh, I have uh, the Air Force symbol on my rifle. We have a lot of our veterans, they have their military service uh, engraved on their rifle. Uh, that's fine. They, they don't have a problem with that. We ran it by our attorneys. Uh, they said that they don't have a problem with that. Um, but anything with skulls or you know anything depicting death or things like that, no, that's a no-go. Uh, even certain... Uh, military patches, if it, if, you know, that, okay, you're proud of your military service, but if it depicts something like that, 
you know, they got to run it by uh, and get approval through the chain of command. And if it, they say no, then it's no. Uh, you gotta, you gotta have some forethought when when you look at these things. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, and there's a lot of things you could do to these rifles. Listen, a lot of them will come with, and I always ask them, especially when we get our law enforcement, you know, customers that come in, and they want to buy the, uh, the, the zombie killer model. They want to buy, you know, uh, you know, something along those lines, and it says, you know, uh, plunder, loot, or maim. You know, it's it's not what you want to be putting on the rifle you're going to carry on duty. Ooh, if this is an on duty no, no, rifle. No, no, no. You don't want to be carrying that. If you, if you don't want your dust cover to say, kill them all, it's not what you want on there. Only headshots no. count. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's definitely, yeah, Kevin's a little stuck there because he's got a tattoo that says that. It does. So it says only headshots <laughs> count. So, so he's a little, just make I, sure I you. There's, there's, there's some on there that the SWAT guys want. You have, you know, for, you know, safe, you have a pew and then you have pew, pew, pew. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pew, 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 pew. See, that's all right. You know, I think that would be okay because all you're doing is just making fun of the whole this is an old military thing. You know, Bill was in the same time uh, I was in, and there was a there was a period under a, a certain president that was a Democrat for eight years and liked cigars and interns. And during that yes. administration, there was very very little money for training. So you spent years in the military <laughs> on your training, and you would go, you would you, be out there going pew 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 pew. That was it. I'm not because you had no and no ammo. You had no ammo. There was no you money for even blank. Make your mile system right. work because it's recoil driven. Right. There was no round. There was no ammo for blanks. There was no ammo for live fire. It was two three years of pew 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 pew. And then guess what? Those guys are bosses in the military now. And guess what they remember? Pew pew pew. Yeah. So, pew, 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 so pew. remember pew pew pew. Yep. So pew. <laughs> So now we got back at him, Billy. Remember, we're rolling down there, and I walked up and I went tank, 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 tank. That was it. Yeah. I win. I tank, tank, tank. You pew, pew, pew. Yeah. So this is this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea to be to have these logos on here. It brings in another story that I just want to get your quick opinion on. We got two minutes left here. Social media. You know, even if you're law enforcement, you shouldn't be putting that on the social media. Even the military guys shouldn't just for protection of their family. But you definitely don't want to be putting pictures of the guns on there and saying things about she pulls out in front of me one more time. She's going to get this. You know, so do you guys have social media restrictions there at the agency? Uh, Yes. Ours is actually restrictive. Uh, You're not allowed to have anything representing uh, the agency whatsoever without the approval of the chief. Uh, And very rarely... uh, uh, is the chief going to give uh, approval uh, for that? Right. My Good. recommendations to anybody involved in anything that's controversial is your Facebook disappears the instant you have access to a computer. I tell that to every client mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Facebook's gone effective now. What about my uh, my MySpace? All of it. I keep the MySpace. Uh, no, I've used MySpace to hunt people. Okay. I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten somebody. I got a twenty seven million dollar judgment because they left their MySpace and I found them through their MySpace. Let me clarify with this Arizona officer. He's not in trouble just because of this. He responded to a man with a gun call. The guy was outside a hotel. He he showed up and shot him. Never saw the gun. Allegedly never saw the gun. There were two BB guns found inside the hotel room. That's what he's on trial for. This piece of it's kill just, them. It's additionally damning. Yes. Yeah. yes if you this will. This is just one aspect right. of, of the case. It, but it, it indicates premeditation. It, just, it adds to it of what his what they're going to use it for is what is his mindset going into it. Right. Bill, thank you very much for joining us today. It's Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer, Lieutenant Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Lieutenant Officer Bill. on the radio. Uh, we'll see you again Gentlemen, soon. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break.
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S.com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Once again, once again, the whole show just gone, just goes right by. Just, just straight out the window. Time well, flies when you're having fun. Straight through the speaker system, I guess, and into your into your car. Yeah, because you can't open the windows. In, in my car? No, in the studio. Oh, not in the studio. No, no, they're, they're soundproof and they're, stuff. They're very soundproof. We've got uh, 
like this uh, four or five layered window system. It's uh, well, I think it was because they were afraid we were gonna get shot at. Could could uh, maybe with the pumpkin chunker? No, the pumpkin chunker go right through that. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, hey I have uh, they I armored have... the windows, but not the walls. <laughs> I have there are they're armored with uh, drywall. Um, I have for you the guide to anti-gunner statements. I love this. This bit. is the guide to the anti-gunner statements. It's, it's a translation of what they say yes. versus what it means. Yes. When they say, and you know who I mean by they, you're, you're anti-gun, you're anti-constitution, you're anti-American crowd uh, that do not believe you should have the rights given to you under the Constitution. Bloombergites. The Bloombergites, the crazy moms against everything. Uh, when they say, we want a meaningful dialogue, they mean... Shut up and listen to everything I have to say. Your opinions mean nothing to me. <laughs> That's it. That's you see. We see this every day. You know, we we want this. Because. Uh, because why? Because. Because. Because we want it. Because mm-hmm. What are you, my mom? Else. I got to do what you say because? Because I said so. When they say... We need common sense gun laws. What they mean is... We need laws that prohibit all gun ownership. Yeah. Listen, anytime you see that key phrase, common sense gun laws, get your guns and run. Okay? Because they're coming for them. Yeah. When, uh-huh. when the government says you don't need guns... You need guns. Buy yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. What's the... That's the, uh, the, the question is, if, if I have 10 guns and the government takes eight, how many do I have left? 37. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You I, lied about that ten gun part, I, didn't I, you? I did because they were because <laughs> they lied about not wanting to take my guns. So I lied too. Yeah. Uh, we don't want confiscation. Really means we want confiscation. Yeah, that's exactly. What they wouldn't means. have used the word confiscation if they weren't planning to go. No, you misunderstood what I said. No, I didn't. <laughs> I heard that word. Well, you took it out of context. No. no. When when they say this one's not on there, and it goes along the lines with confiscation. Uh, we just want universal background checks. Universal background checks, uh, uh, and follow me along here. Universal background checks means, means universal registration. Universal registration. You know universal... what you need to do confiscation? Registration. Registration. <laughs> okay. Nobody is opposed, and I, I'm going to give this to you again. There's nobody that's a, a gun rights proponent that is opposed to background checks. No problem. You I, background check a person. Exactly right. Don't background check the rifle. I have no problem going through a background check. Are you any problems going through a background check? Uh-uh. Kevin, any problems going through a background check? Not since the last one I had done. Not since the last <laughs> one I had done. The problem is when you do a background check, they write down all of your information. Okay, that's fine. I, they have to know who I am to do the background check. Then they write down all of the gun information. Why? Did the gun do something? Here, here's the problem. It might. When you call in that background check or when you do the background check on the computer system, you send forward... The buyer's information, all the buyer's name. Mm-hmm. So I get to put on, okay, I'm, let's see, Earl's filling this out, and it says Earl, great, 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 great grandson, uh, and, and, he, <laughs> and, he, and he sends it forward. I'm going to so, need another piece of paper. So now when the, the government has that Earl, great, 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 great grandson has bought this firearm, so they know Earl bought a firearm in this date because they you have to enter Earl's name into the system. So they know Earl bought a gun on that date. Now the serial number is logged and maintained at the dealer in case there's a in case it's 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 stolen or anything like that. They 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 understand, you know, that you're gonna have to try and trace it some way and you trace it from the manufacturer to the dealer to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and listen, by the time it's stolen, you might have sold it ten years ago. 
you know, who, who right, knows? Right. So, but that's the, that's a, it's a good law enforcement lead to start trying to track mm-hmm. down the firearm. But why do they have to enter your name into this database? Why can't they just say uh, he passed? Well, we do it like the airline industry does a no fly list. I don't put the name Kevin Maxwell down and type it in when you buy an airline ticket. You know what they do? They look at the no fly list and say, is Kevin Maxwell on the no fly list? No, he's not. He's approved. Why can't we do that for firearms purchase? Why can't we say, okay, he bought a firearm. Let's check the master list. Not on the master list. He's approved. Master list of known criminals. Yeah, yeah. And and this is it. This is master list of known firearms owners. This is backdoor Mm -hmm. registration. Yep. So guess what? What is registration? This first step of confiscation. First step of confiscation. Okay. You know... I, unfortunately, I have to in, inform a lot of people that are interested in Class 3 items, typically a suppressor, and they're always hemming and hawing. It's like, ah, I, I want one, but I don't want to be on the list. Well, I hate to break it to you, but you're on the list. Have you ever bought yeah. a firearm brand new yeah. from a dealer or anything? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're on the list. You're on the yeah. list. Yep. Yeah. Or even a used one from a dealer. You're on, yeah. You buy it from yeah. a dealer, you're yeah. on the list. I mean, list. yeah, from, from yep. a dealer. Yeah. Ever fill out a 4473? You're on the you're list. You're on the list. Yeah. Why can't we have a no buy list? Exactly. A, just like a no fly list. So. Well, the thereby... risk with a no buy list is they'll put everybody on it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then there's no appeal process because you don't know you're on the no buy list. Right. Yeah. That's a whole other show. Another argument. Gun violence. When they say gun violence kills innocent people, they mean and watch the words, Kevin. They mean. <laughs> that means I could give less than hooky about <laughs> the people whose lives are saved by guns. We heard Sheriff Ivy say it earlier. If you want to stop a bad guy from trying to hurt you, rob you, kill your family, uh, you need that deterrent. You know why the United States has nuclear weapons? Not so we can use nuclear weapons. Because so other people don't use them against us. Yeah, so they everybody know, else has nuclear weapons. They know they're going to get them back. It's called a deterrent. It's the national deterrence policy. Guess why you carry a gun open carry? Not because you're going out and looking to kill somebody or looking to hurt somebody. You're looking to be hurt or killed. You want to prevent that. That's what you're stopping when you have a gun on your hip. You're, you're saying, I am prepared to defend myself. Exactly right. Sportsmen, when they say sportsmen don't need assault rifles, they mean... I don't care about sportsmen, and I don't really know what they are, much less what they shoot. Yep. Well, they, uh, they, I think they shoot hoops, because about this time of year in March, I hear everybody saying they're shooting hoops. So Maybe. I think it's I hoops know. they're shooting. That's follow. actually a great technique to develop when you're going to try to hunt boar. Is you roll the hoop and shoot through the center of it. It's got a little piece of paper strapped across it. It's like a moving target. Yeah, that'd be good. Are you the one standing down range rolling these hoops? No, no, no. It's a machine. Oh, okay. It's a machine. Because <laughs> 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 you've got to say, like, pull well, or something so I know when it, it starts As shooting. long as it's roll shooting, i got no problem rolling <laughs> right, <the> hoops. Right. <laughs> it's Alec, I'm going to need a berm. <laughs> I'm going to need a berm. I'm going to stand here behind this large pile of dirt and roll it that way. When they say people support guns, they mean... My friends support them, and I don't consider anybody who likes guns to be a person. (laughs) When they say, I don't own a gun. I'm a coward who couldn't protect my family from a five-year-old with a squirt gun. (laughs) It's true. Pretty much. It's true. Uh, When they say, I support the Second Amendment... It means... I don't support the Second Amendment. I just think you're stupid enough to believe that I do if I tell you so. <laughs> I support the... That's that's the... Uh, oh, no, I, I really support the Second Amendment. Uh, 
do you, do you, is do you, as long as it applies just to me. That's right. Do you, yeah. do you have a do you own a firearm? And listen, don't get me wrong. You don't have to own a firearm to support the Second Amendment. You know, I don't uh, I don't have soldiers living in my house, but I support the Third Amendment. You know, I, I'm. I, yes, I just, you do. Well, there's there's one living. In well, my house. okay, other soldiers, foreign <laughs> government soldiers. You know, or, you know, my government soldiers. Yes, there's one living in my house, besides, but no other ones. Nobody has forced them upon you know to take. I don't quarter know that your house. wife would agree. <laughs> She has been forced to quarter a soldier in her home against her will on more than one occasion. For many, many years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When they say, I'm a mother who supports gun control, it means... I have no problem exploiting my kids as a means to push my beliefs on others. How many times have you seen this this dimwit up there in the White House put the kids up on stage with them? Oh, it's for them. It's for the children. It's for them. Do you know what it means when they say it's for the children? It means I'm lying to you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It means I'm going to confiscate your guns. That's what it means. Kevin, when they say, I'm a father who supports gun control, it means... Uh, my wife made me say this because she's <laughs> the boss. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I'm no longer a man. And all my man parts are in a jar in the back of the refrigerator. The fire... <laughs> Firearms are in that jar of family jewels. <laughs> right there. All right, that's what they mean. That's the guide to the anti-gunner statements. Uh, just remember, please remember, uh, just tell them anytime they come up and they, they want to say, uh, I, I, you know, I don't want, I don't like, I like gun control. I don't like guns. Why do you have guns? Just recite uh, the Second Amendment to them. Just, just, just say, you know, that uh, this, there, there shall be no infringement. No infringement. No. What part of infringement don't you understand? The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. You know what I The right to doing? keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Every time they start telling me about why I shouldn't need the Second Amendment, I tell them they're not allowed to talk anymore. Yeah. 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 I just, no, I have I the, just revoked I have, your I First have a right Amendment. I have my opinion. Right. Not anymore. I just took it away from you. Yeah. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Stop talking. Yep. It's gone. Don't it's make gone. me use super glue on your lips. Stop <laughs> talking. It's gone. Because your First Amendment right just got suspended because you didn't let me use my Second Amendment right to protect it. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. All right. Another great show. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to our guest, Sh- Sheriff Wayne Ivey, Brevard County, Florida, quickly becoming the uh, f- uh, law enforcement face of open carry and uh, Second Amendment rights. Uh, thank you to Lieutenant Bill, the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. And please, please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly and don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. See you then.